Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Michael's a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15. Grand 5 you score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're set. <laughs> Jacoby's my boy. I love Jacoby. What is he, the founding member of the Black Quarterback Association in Indianapolis? P.J. Walker. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they don't even count him. Come on, man. Like, they don't even put him on the alumni list. Like, <laughs> two ever. <laughs> Wait a minute. And dreadlocks the boot. <laughs> Come on, Andy. Yeah. Welcome to the new age. <laughs> I'm DP, Austin Orvin, Kenny Wilhite. We'll take you through the next hour before we hand it over uh, to, to National Night. It's been a great week, uh, and it'll be a great weekend. Uh, we want to thank the folks from the Mercado uh, Retail Store, Butcher Shop. Uh, again, Casa Bovina is exceptional. Uh, you can find the menus. You can go to the, uh, uh, to the New Start restaurant that sits there, the Butcher Shop right there. Uh, pre-made meals, ready-made pasta, wine, whatever you want. They got a little bit of everything. Fresh-cut meats, burgers, hot dogs, brats, uh, pork tenderloins. You want some pork chops? They got everything, man. Let's see. Like it's a weekend. It's a weekend. Um, good, good to know. Make plans. Get out to Casa If you haven't, just get on the schedule because you got to go weeks in advance. Mm-hmm. I know you leaving. No, I've already been there. Okay, you went upstairs? I've eaten there. Okay. It's too fancy for me. That's too fancy. Too fancy for you? Too fancy. It, it, you know what? It really is. Uh, there's a lot of towel service. And... Yeah, that's, that, that, no. I like to get dirty with mine. <laughs> that's, too, that's, too, that's too fancy for me. I'm, I, I've i been there. It's a good place. Good I've place, been that way. But I'm just. I understand it. I understand it. I'm I understand. simple. Austin, are you a, are you a fancy restaurant guy, or are you a basic kind of as simple as simple? So, I feel like I fit the simple vibe. Every so often, when I get mm. to go to a fancy place, I enjoy it. But my first instinct is, okay, you can tone it down. I'm not about this life, right? I'm just here for the night. <laughs> See, I don't need all that music. I don't need all yeah. the piano playing. Yeah, nah. this is this is you know, I married a woman that likes that stuff. I've, but I've also ghettoized her quite a bit where I'm like, look, we can go somewhere and not have to dress up for it. You want, like you want, if, if my, if my clothes gets dirty while I eat and we're not mad about, I'm not trying to, but I'm gonna, (laughs) like, I I know this about me now, Kenny. Okay. Well, at least (laughs) he's accepted that. He knows that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not screwed up. Man, not, I ain't trying, but look, yeah. I like to wear light colored shirts, and it's a problem. And you spilling food on Oh, I'm look, when it get good, I ain't about common yeah. sense. Okay. <laughs> my yeah. wife made spaghetti last night and made me take my white shirt off to eat it. Yep. See, I it was a good idea. I was just gonna go for it, but is she it knows possible? me better than I know me. Is it possible to eat spaghetti and not 
have a sauce. Not for me, DP. Right. I'm a member of that club. Kenny? I won't spill. You won't spill. I wear well, my man, white. Aren't you just did. better than the rest? You're no, just I don't say that. <laughs> so, so, you the corn. Me I, excuse me as I go off camera, but I will <laughs> lean forward. <laughs> yeah. Eat my food back here with white on and stuff that could. No, you have to lean forward. Yeah, but even if you're leaning forward. No, not if you lean forward. Push the plate back a little the, bit. The last forward. bit of sauce at the end of the of, of the linguine. It falls. It falls. Like, it has to. In your mouth. Science. In your mouth. I'm not, like, fish gulping the last. <laughs> no. no. Text line, help me help us out here. Which team are you on? Because there are two kind of people. There literally are two kind of people. There are make a mess. Spaghetti and, and meatball and pasta people, and then there are you finite eaters who are delicate flowers and who who went to who went to they went to to, to the school. What do you call it? the refining co- co- refining schools? Etiquette, etiquette, etiquette where they go in a, the proper way, right? <clears throat> Kenny's probably the no, person that uses the no, spoon. No, he uses the now spoon. Really frown. <laughs> I frown upon people that do that. <laughs> I, I put my fork in there, turn it, turn it, turn it, pick up, eat. But I but lean, lean forward. forward. So you have the big, huge circle of of pasta. Oh, got to just a big, huge. That's a waste oh. of time. I, I saw. I, I lean forward. I have to tell you, when I was in Miami, and it was an Italian restaurant, and there was a guy who was eating spaghetti, and this dude was eating spaghetti with chopsticks. And let me tell you, come on, bro. Let no me way. tell, Kenny. No let way. me, Austin. I, I, the look on your face right now is exactly <laughs> my look. Like, I have seen behind the curtain at the Wizard of Oz. Like, I have failed myself as an adult because this dude had the chopsticks, and I mean, bro, was working. And not a drop. Eating spaghetti Not with a drop. And I was just, DP, reassess your life. What? How are you living? Be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> he, he bad. He a bad man. Oh, like, I what, know this dude well, think, is the king well, of somewhere. They eat the noodles. Yeah, with with the chopsticks. Yeah, but. he was like, I mean, no, this wasn't Oreo, Oreo, Oreo noodles. noodles. Yeah, no, which is uh, it's just a thing, right? But this dude had the spaghetti, spaghetti, and I and and I mean, he wasn't delicate with it. He was going in surgical, bro. Wow. Surgical. This man traveled the Silk Road from Rome to Shanghai. Oh, this back. dude knows where all. Skills. Yeah, he, he has skills. This dude gets a warm welcome wherever he is. <laughs> He's got skills. They're like ah. He is here. <laughs> he is here. He has arrived. All right. So let's talk about some of these Huskers. We talked about Trey. We think Trey uh, is a today day. Um, third third round. Yeah. Today, third round. Somewhere in there. That that would be that would be nice. Uh, top of the line. Let's go to 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 baby Grunk. Let's go to to Travis. Where do you think? And I think he fits on every team in the NFL. For what they're doing now in the NFL, yeah, he does. Right? Yes. So, and then the the hidden gem in that, he he plays special teams. Yes. So, he's going to help any NFL team he's on in several ways the moment they add him. Plus, pretty good practice guy, right? Yes, he is. Right? Yes, he is. Pretty good locker room guy, yes, right? Yes, he is. Leader. So, you as a scout, where would you project him in rounds? Fifth round, fifth, sixth round? Fifth through seven. Five through seven. Five through seven. It all depends on, again, depends on team's needs. Somebody can say they need a tight end and he adds value. They can pick him in the fourth. But right now I'm saying five through seven. 
I'm going to ask you the same question about all of these players because three years from now, could you see Travis Wokolek as a starting tight end in, in the NFL? I could see him a compliment to someone. Being a number as two. A, as a number two guy. Yep. Fair. Yep. Fair. Same discussion for <clears throat> Garrett Nelson. Yep. Right? I, I could see him being a, a third down guy. A rotational guy. He'll win the hearts and fans by being on special teams knocking heads off. Yes, he will. Right? Like, he's going to go down and he, he's going to be the great pump guy. Yep. Right? Yep. But that he's going to mess around and get out there and make a play. Then you go on defense, right? Like he, he look, he's going to, you'll put him inside for, for a series. He'll bat a ball, pick six, roll it in, or he'll get on the edge and make a big strip sack and do his little Nelson NFL dance. And the fans will love him forever and they'll keep him in play. Uh, too much to expect five through seven, six, six or seven. Okay. Okay. Fair. O'Shawn Mathis. He's the he's the he's the uh I wouldn't say sleeper, but the unknown mm-hmm. because his sophomore film at, at, at uh TCU is really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if you if you're looking at a specialist, he is a specialist. Mm-hmm. He could be a pass rush specialist. Um again, it all depends on teams, what their need is. Um, I'm gonna say same with Travis, fifth through seventh. And if we saw him with high sack numbers in year three, we're not surprised. No, we're, we would not be surprised. Some people around here would be surprised because they'll be like, where was that at here? Scheme and – And we, and I would say yeah. scheme and yeah. uh, he only had six months here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Was it six months? Because he got here in the summer. Can I get – Austin in on this because, and don't throw water at me when I say this. It's out of arm's reach. What right. if I told you that I, that I see O'Shawn Mathis in a Colts uniform reminding me of a junior Dwight Freeney? See where you're going? Going for it. I see where you're going with it. I think pass rush is an area the Colts need help. I, I think O'Shawn has the traits. He has the tools physically. Um, and that seems to be something that this Colts front office values is traits. If you look at their uh, pick of uh, Deo from Vanderbilt, even though he was coming off a knee injury, um, they weight production a little less. Oshan has produced, didn't do it last year, but did for a couple of years in uh, the Big 12. So sign me up for baby Freeney. Yeah, I, I just, you know, and I, and I hate doing that. No, that's, a, that's but a there's good. a mental comp of how you think a player plays and then what systems use that sort of player. Mm -hmm. And that's the big part of what we miss in the NFL draft talk. Sometimes it's just best player on the board. At what point does scout Kenny Wilhite, if he's an NFL scout and he finally whispers to the head coach and the coordinators, Hey, look, we've got what we need. Now we go to best player. I'm sure those talks take place a lot. Like, like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. So you say, if you look at um, who was it? Um, the Texans. Yeah. You know, their first pick, their mm-hmm. second pick. Mm-hmm. Now they may need and they have a need at one other position. Now it's best available. Especially if it is a Michael Jordan, Sam Bowie situation. That's what I'm saying. It's the best available because their first two picks in the first round were pretty good. 
Those are both generational. Those are generational really, players. Me, so let me rephrase that. Austin has corrected me. They were very good. They're very good players. So the next pick can be another very good player with the need. Now you've addressed your needs. Now let's pick for depth. They they look to me for the first time in ever. I applauded the Houston Texans on draft day. Like I applauded them the year they got Deshaun because I thought they were going to do something else immediate behind it to supplement what they got mm-hmm. and get him a dude, dude, get him a dude, not the team a dude, but get Deshaun a dude that he could grow with and, and, and doing that. And they couldn't keep the best receiver in the game yesterday, last night, they impressed me. Now, if they go and get, Joey Porter Jr. That was a surprise that he he slipped. Now you can say you know the kid from Illinois is really good. I'm talking about you know you know Joey Porter's. They played a lot of man in Penn State too, and his play was really good too. So he's a longer guy. You would think they would want longer guys, but I can't see him falling no further than the second round. He's going to go early second. I mean, think about this, that if you go and get Will and you've got a good corner, and then if Joey Porter's your backside corner. corner. With Stingley, who you just drafted number three last like year. Like, you you won. Yes. You won. Yes. Like, do your thing. Because then you're free, actually, to make some more moves, get some more draft packs this year, which will cost you less money than going in the free agent mm-hmm. portal and pulling guys, and then you can go and get – another interior offensive lineman, another interior defensive lineman, and, oh, by the way, go get you another receiver who's still going to be high level in the third or fourth round yep. Then the Texans have done a thing. Yeah. Look, if Trey, if Trey goes to Houston, I'm going to Texans games <laughs> next year. CJ and Trey. That right. Be, that could be a good combination. Right. Like, I'm going to Texans game. I'm going back to the old condo. I know a spot. <laughs> we can do that. If Trey goes to Baltimore, I'm gonna go see him. If Trey goes to Washington or Carolina, I will go and see him. I'd love to see you mentioned Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Trey coached up by Keith Williams. I'd love to see him next to to to. Or, I, to I ain't to, worried to, about who he's next to. No, 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 no. Trey, Trey getting coached up by Keith Williams. Mm-hmm. I've watched him work. Yeah, that's a Mickey Joseph. Yeah. And he's got a whole lot of what to do and what not to do on that same roster. And on that Keith, same roster, Keith will keep Trey in line, right? A whole like lot he, of what to do and what not to do. If Trey gets coached up by Keith, oh my goodness, he's Chris Carter without the bad years. Yes, without the Eagles years. Yeah. So you, <laughs> you have who who the who the Ravens just get? As, uh, they got the Flowers from BC. Flowers, yeah, and then OBJ. OBJ. They have Bateman from a couple years Bateman ago. Bateman from Minnesota, right? And uh, downtown. Tight end. Downtown's still there? No, they, didn't they get rid of downtown? Oh, they traded Hollywood to uh, Arizona. Arizona, yeah. There's some so much talent in this space. I do want to, in the next time, I want to talk about what's still left on the table because there's a whole bunch of it. But, Kenny, did the rest of the NFL fail in allowing Houston to move up at whatever cost to number two? No. I think teams did what they thought was best for them. Now, Houston made some pretty bold moves, 
But I think teams did what they thought was best for them and what they needed. If you're the Bears and you could have got Will Anderson and, don't you do that? Like, what, at whatever – like, if, this is the part that drives me crazy. If you're not drafting in the first round to win right now. True. Then stop drafting in the in, in, in round one. The issue, I think, with a lot of how people outside the NFL space talk about it, and even the way that some general managers look at the draft, is it's less about, hey, let's go get good players. It's more about value. This is what the industry has said yes. is a good pick, how we use the pick, instead of, hey, is this a good player? Can you help our team? Let's go get him. Because Value is winning games. Exactly, like but that's not how it's talked about, DP. It's talked about, you know, like the Lions taking Gibbs at 12. Not a good value. But John Robinson, maybe best running back in the draft at eight. That's not a good value, according to how we talk about it. Can he play? Can he help me? But John Robinson is a really good running back. Like, that's a great pick. I don't, I don't care mm-hmm. when you take him. That's two two running backs in the first round. Pick number two, I still have a question about, but they believe that that team is better if they don't push the Lions off the field at the, on third down. The Lions are another level of team if you don't push them off the field on third down. Their defense is good enough that if they can get a rest and extended drives on offense, they feel like they're going to win two more games just by having a, a, a really good extra third down guy. All the teams that are in play, the Colts, first of all, the Colts should not have been outmaneuvered. Imagine the Colts. And I'm going to break your heart right now. Uh-oh. I'm going to break your heart right now. Too late. Already broken. No, 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 no. I'm, this is going to be painful. Oh, boy. Exchange the Houston Texans with the Indianapolis Colts, and the Colts take pick number three and pick number four. How does that change your offseason? If, if they're taking Richardson at three or they get someone else and then Richardson at four, I don't know. It depends on number three. Is this three Jalen Carter? Is it Jalen Carter, Will is Anderson it, Jr.? Will Anderson it would have taken. If is it either of them mm-hmm. or anybody that was taken Bijan Robinson? I don't know if they go Robinson with Taylor on the roster. If Taylor's healthy, it's not a need. But if he's not healthy, that's a real big need. The Colts might be in the market for a cornerback. I wouldn't have been shocked if they go get Witherspoon right? at that point because they, they need another guy because so, they straight uh, so to got Gilmore for a fifth. If you got Richardson, if you got if you got Richardson and Witherspoon. Offseason's better. Like okay. immediately you see mm-hmm. what it can be. Oh, you said they traded up. They could get Stroud. Well, they're Anderson. not going to get to two because Houston owned number two. But Houston, if if they the, agree- if, number three. if the agreement is that they do not take Stroud, which yeah. they wouldn't have done because they'd have said, "If we come and we come, yes, <laughs> we're gonna we gonna date your girl if we if we if we get there." Um, so close the bar before I get there. <laughs> but at three and four, the Colts could change their location in the division twofold by moving up is next year's number one worth you winning two additional games with a great defender right now who the Colts got to beat? who do they have to beat? they have to pass well they finished second to last in the division but they were just as bad as houston okay um they have to pass tennessee mm-hmm. who is unsettled at quarterback after this mm-hmm. year with an aging running back yep and jacksonville which will find a way to jacksonville mm-hmm <laughs> They're Jacksonville. Uh, exactly. So, But in a division if, that's literally wide open. So, It's the Big Ten West of if, the NFL. If those moves would have gotten me 
what I a thought. wild card at least a wild card at least I would have did it. And as a GM right? with hot seat talk going on around me, why not be bold? Why yes. not go for the fences? Yes. Right? Like, I mean, why am I protecting next year's number one draft if my job's on the line? Yeah. And if I can go through Kenny, let me ask you. So let's say that you are the Colts. The Texans haven't moved up. And three and four are available. Who would you take? Let's say the two quarterbacks are off the board. Richardson's still available. Will Anderson, Witherspoon, uh, Carter, all available. Skronsky's still on board. I would I would have taken uh, Richardson and uh, um, Anderson. Yeah. I would have taken those two. And you could defend anywhere in the NFL with, yep. the, with those two. I would have taken those two. I, I, think it's, I think it's wrong. And my heart breaks a little <laughs> bit. It absolutely breaks. I'm an NFC East kid at heart. Uh, but to see that the rich keep getting richer, that a Super Bowl team messed around and got the best player in the draft to play defense on a defense that was already Super Bowl great. So, they, you, so you're saying Jalen was the best player in the draft? I'm saying it ain't even close. It ain't even close. It ain't even close. And he's, then he's a good player. And then, and then, and a sign of pure genius and absolute greatness. And copying, you tell me great programs or great organizations copy success. And I need my this great dude that I just 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 drafted. I want him to be greater. I want him comfortable. I want him with somebody that can tell him yes and no, somebody that can ride with him. They went and got the third best linebacker in the draft and Nolan Smith. Georgia. So they got two George, they got two two-time national champions back to back on the NFC champion defense. Shut up and tell me it ain't rigged. You just, just you I, just added winners to winners. I listen, I threw a fake break brick through the wall like i was throwing air bricks just mad can't get mad man (laughs) at what point if you're another nfl organization when the eagles ask you to trade up you say no i don't want to help you get better like now you have something up your sleeve i'm not going to help you think kenny Kenny, who's your team in the nfl i really don't have a team i like players you like players i like players just same same with the nba let me just—you're the defensive coordinator of the Fighting Will Heights in the NFL, and I called you and said, "You—I'm going to ask you to fix a really bad defense, but I'm going to give you Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith to start it's with." Fixed. <laughs> it's already fixed. You could—you just made your back end if the, a lot more comfortable. If the Colts didn't take a quarterback and took Nolan Smith and Jalen. The Colts are now the favorite in their division. We're saying that because these are rookies, but these are not. These guys, those guys are are, are <laughs> really good football players. They're rookies, but the, the, I'm talking about the Eagles. Two guys, they won the national championship two years in a row. We just played for the Super Bowl championship, and we just got two guys in the first round that played for the national championship two years in a row. We got we just stole. We in broad daylight. We just stole <laughs> another trip to the to the NFC Championship game. We just stole it. No, they let us. They let us. They let us steal it. Look, I love the fact that the Colts did something exceptional. 
And it stands out because the team that they were on the same level with went and got two potential pro bowlers ahead of you. So you had to go and get it. Mm -hmm. But I would have also said if you had went and got them two Georgia dudes, you could throw confetti and pop champagne. Yep. It's going to be – we'll go through the best available – I'm going to ask Kenny and Austin both to give me their two favorite best available players in tonight's draft. We'll do that when we come back to old.